Brown! A.J. Brown! Incredible! Touchdown number three! Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Thursday. Ton to get to. 20 minutes from now, Paul Charchian will join us. Talks of fantasy football uh, and really uh, his belief in some of these players that we're going to see this weekend and, and their matchups. I mean, I, I can't wait to hear what he has to say about Tua um, and how he's played so far this season. Can he keep it up? And we'll get his thoughts on Eagle Texas tonight. NFL Survivor. We know there's some people still out there that are still in Survivor pools, whether it be local ones with, with some friends or big picture ones, Circa or Joe O's pool. So we'll get to that. Uh, our thoughts on the best play. Maybe it's tonight. It could be the Eagles against the Texans on the road on Thursday Night Football. Uh, so a lot to do the rest of the show. And we'll do some big picture NBA, including uh, one player that is just scoring so many points to start the season. So NBA next hour. But Aaron, right now, let's dive into big picture NFL stat leaders. We always like to do this once a week or so, kind of look at the updated stat numbers and, you know, like wh- where is the value to lead the league in something? And let's start actually with this one. Paul, in our, our show post-call yesterday after the show, you brought up a running back that I don't think has been brought up much, right? He's not a guy that is a household name yet, but he had a gigantic game last Sunday, and he's not that far off from the top of leaderboards. Yeah, so Travis Etienne uh, with James James Robinson moving, uh, trading, getting traded to the Jets. He's going to be their guy, and whether it's over the last couple weeks. You know, whether he's getting 24 carries a game like he did against the Broncos and running for 156 at six and a half yards per clip or the week before against the Giants, 14 carries for 114 or even when he was still splitting carries with James Robinson, 10 for 86, 10 for 71. So his last four games, he's going for 7.1 yards per carry, 8.6 yards per carry, 8.1, 6.5. And now he's going to be their go-to guy and get in that 15 to 25 carries per game range. And he's running hard. I mean, watching that London game, he's breaking tackles when he's not fumbling through the back of the end zone. Part of my Jaguars issues. But when he's hanging on the ball, he's running hard, breaking tackles, and doing damage on the ground. And he's at 25-1 to 1 to lead the league in rushing yards. And looking up the exact number back, he is. So Nick Chubb's at 841, and yeah. Etienne is at 571. So he's a little less than 300 back. Um it's not insurmountable if Chubb gets banged up, you know, um, yeah. other guys in the mix, Saquon, Derrick Henry, Josh Jacobs, Aaron Jones, who I'm not worried about. Those first four, I don't know if any of the, those guys are going to run away with it. So 25 to 1, I think there's some value in Etienne there. And we t- the reason he kind of popped to me is we at least discussed him as, what, comeback player of the year possibly yep. on Tuesday – so that is kind of out of your hands. It's in the voters' hands, whereas this is just straight-up stats that maybe there's a there's an avenue there for him. Could be. Okay, just playing devil's advocate a little bit. I mean, this this market with, you know, a season-long prop on a running back, I don't know. Does it scare you just because it is hard to stay healthy, like, when there are other places to put your money? And it's be sure. and he's got like three hundred yards almost to make up ground. Yeah, I, that's why I would like I would not bet on any of the favorites because that's yeah, why it's like no twenty value to there. one, twenty five to one. Right. Yeah, that's why I'm looking for a little bit of a longer shot. But absolutely, like you get injured next week, and then that ticket is absolutely dead. 
Um, Raiders, not the worst run defense in the world, but he does have like a team like the Ravens coming up. They are awful. The Lions, we know are awful. We talked about it. He's still got the Texans on the schedule a little bit. So there will be some opportunities for him to stack some yards as well. It's not the easiest schedule in the world, but he does have some in particular games where he could really go off possibly. Is this an Aaron Judge situation where, <clears throat> excuse me, we need an injury? Like, yes. is, it, it, could, could Etienne, if we bet it right now, would he become our Schwarber where it's like, I, I could see it, right? He's having a good year. He could get up to, I don't know, 1,400 yards. But it's just the, the volume of carries that Chubb has. Because right now, Etienne has more yards per carry. In fact, I just looked at it. I don't think most people could guess the guy's the three leaders in yards per carry. Like, remove Lamar, right? Lamar's number one, but... He's his own unique thing. The running backs that have the highest yards per carry in the NFL, Travis Etienne, Khalil Herbert, Tony Pollard. They're all over six yards per carry. Now, why I like your angle, Paul, is because carries, right? They're not going to, even if they have six per game or per carry the rest of the year, they got to share. He does it in Jacksonville anymore. That's that. Now it's his backfield with James Robinson. So I can see this. I just, like, how does he catch up? He needs... What does he need? He needs 200-yard games or a 200-yard game at some point. Because Chubb is just like, you know, it's 24 carries. It's 125 yards. It's just week after week after week. I like it. And I, and I think it's probably the best best long-term bet on the board of all these guys. I just wonder if we need the Chubb injury late in the season. Something's got to change here for him to catch. Yeah. Uh, you, definitely, you definitely need an injury. Because, I mean, just looking at Chubb, I mean – 23 for 100, 16 for 91. Like, he's going to get close to 100 yards per game, even on a – he's got one game where he had 56, 12 for 56 against the Patriots, and they were getting blown out. Other than that, his lowest output was 17 for 87. So you figured, Chubb, let's say worst-case scenario, 85 yards a game, worst-case scenario, no injury. You're going to need, like you said, 200, maybe at least 150 like, yeah. consistently, and that's going to be – that's a lot to ask. It is a lot. Um, but Aaron, I, I like that one. I mean, I, I think you're right. Running back ones are hard because you, your guy could get hurt, but you're also kind of hedging against the other person getting hurt. Like if Chubb goes down, I don't know who's going to lead the league in rushing. I mean, it, it could be a long shot. Like it's Paul wide open. Yep. Yeah, it's a good point. Well, would you say the same for the receiving? Because I don't know how anyone's catching Tyreek Hill. I mean. He's on pace for 2,000 yards. I know. <laughs> Dude is going off this season. 961 yards. Cooper Cup, I mean, he's 686, but we don't know if he can stay healthy. Then you got Diggs, 764. And then there's a huge drop-off. Right. Um, so this one, this one is interesting. But again, it's kind of like you're banking on a tire something happening with Tyreek Hill. And he's been a pretty durable player in his career. He's, you know, he's not the biggest guy, but he plays most games. I, I would think that continues. Actually, when it comes to receiving, I, the market I think is interesting with Jamar Chase out because I just look at him as like a touchdown monster. Is who's going to lead the league in receiving touchdowns? Because Tyree Kill's been the best receiver this year. He only has, mm -hmm. I think, two touchdowns. He hasn't had many touchdowns. This, uh, I think Tyree Kill. True. Yeah. Only two. So the leader right now is Stefan Diggs and Travis Kelsey have seven each. Where did Kelsey have the? They have three in that game or four against the uh, Raiders. He had a lot in that one game, right? He had the Monday night Ooh, game. Oh, AJ Brown. Because right? I, I think Mahomes like was doing this like to the camera or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like one game, like Diggs and Kelsey have seven, 
And then you go down to like, there's a bunch of players with four and three. Like one game could put you right at the top. We just saw that with Kelsey. We saw it with AJ Brown, who had three. So Waddle, another guy who. Yep. I like Waddle or Brown. AJ Brown. Uh, AJ Brown's. A, I'm seeing eleven to one or mm-hmm. Waddle fourteen to one. But yeah, they're only a couple touchdowns behind. So that's actually a really good look. And with Cooper Cup now banged up, doesn't it feel like like I don't know? I mean, Diggs might just do this because he's got the best quarterback and they just throw a lot and he's plus three forty. But I think something weird could happen in this market. I I wouldn't be surprised if someone that we're not talking about just ends up with like 12 touchdowns and, or 15 and leaves the NFL. It's Paul, there's, there, I think you could find a long shot in this one. The one I saw this morning, he only has two is Justin Jefferson. Doesn't that change at some point? It's like, he yeah. gets 10 targets a game. And I mean, Dylan's fine, but like he's been nicked up a little bit. So right. yeah, it's, and it's funny. It kind of ties into the point that, um, Joe Osborne brought up that the Vikings have not really been an explosive offense, but, and then Justin Jefferson isn't getting into the end zone. So are they still kind of learning the offense? Like are the, or our teams, we've seen Justin Jefferson get taken out of his game a little bit when people get physical with them. And that, I mean, when things get a little bit more compressed down on the red zone, that could play to that even more. That's at 22 to one. I mean, that's – and, again, I love the point that it's not insurmountable. Like, we're talking about seven. Like, that's two games, maybe. Um, the other one that's mm-hmm. interesting that just kind of jumped off the screen to me, like, I mean, this is a the Bucks will figure it out sort of thing, I guess. But, like, Mike Evans at 22-1, to 1, I guess you mm-hmm. – but, I mean, you don't need to put up a ton of yards mm-hmm. just getting into the end zone. Uh, he's got three right now. So, he's four back. Um, so that could be, again, if you kind of believe in that, but yeah, I like, I mean, Jefferson at 22 to one, that's, that's definitely jumping off the page right there. Yeah. I mean, he's just, it feels like Jefferson is due for a two touchdown game. One of these weeks going to have one and he's going to be like three back or, or four back and he's going to be in the mix and right. his number is going to go to 10 to one. So, so that's interesting. And you mentioned AJ Brown, Aaron, he's had, it's weird. He's been very consistent. Like he's been consistently at least good. And then he's had two explosion games. I wonder what his number was last week in this market because he had three touchdowns last week, and now he's 11-1. He must have been like 40 last week. Dang, I missed it. Yeah, we did miss it. (laughs) But who's expecting one dude to have that many touchdowns? Nobody. I mean, you've got to have a crystal ball to be projecting that. (laughs) What about a guy who we have who's on a team that's been a little bit of a darling for us? That sixty-five to one has the same amount of touchdowns as Mike Evans. I just mentioned he has three touchdowns. Now there's two of them, which makes it a little more complicated. But Tyler Lockett is sixty-five to one, and it's interesting. Like he dropped one, but they eventually got him one later in the game last week. Right. But I wonder if that or like I don't know a guy like T.J. Hawkinson who just got traded. Amon Ross. There were some names like D.K. is seventy to one. There are some names down the board. Um, How many does D.K. have? I was looking. I see yeah, a seventy-five to one too. Three. Maybe it's three. He's got. So they both have three, which kind of speaks to the problem with taking either one of them because they're probably right. like Geno's going to look both their ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I one of the. 
a couple of players I looked at were Niners, and I'm like, well, they're all good. Like, I have no idea who's going to get the touchdowns. Kittle, they, I think they all have two. Kittle, Debo, McCaffrey just got there. I think he has two. So Ayuk, I think, has four. Ayuk's kind of interesting, but is he going to is he going to lose some? Because there's so many players in that team that could you know put the ball in the end zone. That it's a fun market. I, I think. I mean, I, it just feels like longer shots are way to play this. Diggs and Kelsey, I get it. They have seven, but I mean, any of those guys. DK is interesting, Aaron. I mean, he's such a big play guy, and Geno's playing well. He could have three touchdowns this week. That wouldn't shock me. Yeah, at all. and he's such he's such a big guy that, like, in terms of health, I feel like he's more durable than some other receivers too. In terms of yeah. you know staying healthy for the long hauls, that I thought he was interesting. It's such a big number. What was that thing last about, week? He, he was hurt, right? He had an MRI, and we didn't know he was going to play, and then he played on Sunday. Right. That reminded me of so that like thing we played last year with the candy. Doesn't he just eat candy and work out? Isn't that, wasn't that DK Metcalf? He just diet? seems yeah. like he's built different. Yeah, that's the way to put it. He's built different. <laughs> he's like Jake Hassan. Just built different. It's built different. Uh, C.D. Lamb has played most of his season with Cooper Rush. He has three touchdowns and he's fifty to one. That that might be the look right there. Yeah, that's a really good number. Only four back, and they didn't make a trade for a wide receiver. Right. You know, everyone thought they might DJ Moore, or, or I mean, I guess they still could sign Odell Beckham, but that's not going to happen tomorrow. Yeah, they. He's their only guy in that passing game that scares me. I mean, Schultz is okay at tight end. And Noah Brown's been okay, you know, another one of their young receivers, but it's him. Like, he's their guy. I like that one. That, yeah. that might be the one. I just feel like it, the gap should be bigger based on the odds, right? Like, you would think based on the odds we have, Tyree Kill, uh, excuse me, Diggs and, and Kelsey near the top, you would think, like, they have nine touchdowns already. They have ten touchdowns. They don't. They're two or three or four up on these guys. There's a lot of season to play. And like we saw last week, there's, you know, any of these guys, I think we had a couple guys last week with three touchdowns. We know, you know, obviously um, Brown with the Eagles had three touchdowns last week. So this could happen. I mean, you could have a guy go off in a single game. Quickly here, I, I looked at um, interception market. Kenny Pickett, poor guy's down to plus 450. He's going to be even money after another couple of these weeks. That guy's just turning the ball over left and right. Not good. And they're not going to take them out. For me personally, I had a lot of these bets heading into the season. And like Carson Wentz, he's – it's a tough market. I mean, I feel like I might be losing some money betting these ones because just due to injury. I mean, it's like, ah, you feel like you're on to something. And then it's just like, ah, there goes my bet. I know. I I will say if if Davis Mills is only three behind the leader – Matt Ryan, if you think Davis Mills could do it, go take him tonight, like before the game starts, because he could have two or three tonight yeah, yeah. against the Eagles' defense, and he might lead the league when this week is over, right? You know, be right near the top. Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, BetQL Daily. On the other side, let's talk to our guy Paul Charchian. His thoughts on the best matchups this week. How many of these trades this week will have impact fantasy props? A lot to come here. Paul Charchian, the CEO of the Guillotine Leagues, joins us next on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.